I'll tell you who I hate. Wonderful. This is going to blow your mind, maybe, because this is someone with whom I've had a relationship since... Adam Carolla. No. Okay. Uh, do I have a relationship? Since high school, I think. Definitely since our first year of college. And... Uh, a person? Well, no. I wanted to say this entity, but I thought that okay. would give it away. But uh, it's not a person. It's it's Entertainment Weekly. Mmm. R.I.P. No. Well, not yet. They're going, going digital. Is that what it is? They've gone monthly. Oh. Which I mean, I don't read word for word, cover to cover, but I don't remember any announcement like starting. I remember hearing about it a while ago. Actually. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, well, you didn't warn me. This would be like, to me, this would be like Sports Illustrated no longer having pictures. Yes. Right? Like, yeah. the weekly part the is sports the, key, the key part they of kept the name, weekly, though. Right? And they said, like, well, we're keeping the name, and blah, blah, blah. Um, so, because print, print I was media, like... media, man. It's... It's dying. Yeah. I was looking at I was like, I haven't got an Entertainment Weekly for a few weeks. Maybe I missed mm. one, or the mailman, you know, got lost or whatever, and then it came, and then the next one came, and it's a little, it's a little thicker. It's, it's like it's got a it's got a third side. It's not like you know two pages with a staple. This is good okay. podcast where I'm demonstrating yeah. my hand. But I'm but, not you even know, following you, and I'm looking at what you're doing. <laughs> it's like you know glued into a, a thin spine, so it's okay. a little thicker than okay. than normal, but not like Vanity Fair or IKEA catalog thick. And so I was like, oh, this one looks different. It's a little you know blah blah blah. And then I was reading it, and it's like it's monthly now. Yeah, which. I mean, for some for something that they review like TV shows and movies, it feels like that news cycle doesn't isn't conducive to that, right? Like Avengers with, Endgame with, came out with, four weeks but ago. With the internet, and, like, well, right? No things one's are always going on. out anyway, right? No. I mean, I guess the one thing Entertainment Weekly did have is maybe sometimes they had scoops with like interviews with people and. Um, yeah, and I think be like, like, oh, the new Game of Thrones season, we right. have some pre-production right. things. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Which and so still have, you know, like if their weekly thing is reviewing shows that have happened, people can already go online and read all that stuff anyway. I know. Have you really had a non-stop subscription since like high school days? I think so. Not never elapsed. Maybe through various moves and everything. Yeah, maybe like. That's awesome. But I I got it in San Diego, right? I can I remember so. like walking to the so. mailbox in that in the yeah. bottom of that building. And, Argo Hall. Yeah. yeah. And uh, yeah, and I mean I can't. Maybe I. I, I really want to go back to UCSD sometime soon. It's fun. I've <laughs> I've heard that like they totally rehauled a lot of the Ravel area. And yeah. I, I went online and looked at it. It was talking about. Um, like the the dining hall there or whatever. At least some part of it is like supposed to be kind of like fancy. Like I don't know if it's farm to fork, but some kind of yeah. You know, not just the plaza the shit cafe that we would is not back in the day. Not what we remember. Yeah. yeah, it's somewhat. So I was there uh, two years ago. I hope special pasta lady is still <laughs> special. Special needs pasta lady. It was uh, yeah two years ago, right before Molly started kindergarten, and we were in San Diego and we walked around. And it's it's not unrecognizable, but it's definitely not the same. Yeah. I mean, granted, I only spent one year there, but still, it was like it was familiar, but like very different in things. But the the four dorm halls where we lived, you know, yeah. they're still there, but there's just different things around them. Well, we're getting older, Jacob. We should go. Be fun. I am now forty. As yes. Are you. Welcome to the club. So it 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 might be time, maybe. Maybe we take a guy's trip down there? 
play sure. golf. Yeah. That's one of my regrets in college is never I never played golf down there and I never surfed. And I think golf right now is probably more likely than me taking a surfing lesson when I go down there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, I would like to do that. That that, that would be a fun golf trip. Yeah. Would would a golf trip mean we have to drive? That's a good question. Uh, we can fly with not clubs, necessarily. We yeah. could fly with clubs or rent clubs or whatever. Yeah. Because I don't want to drive. Yeah. It's a long drive. It's a long drive. Yeah. And that adds extra days to it, especially, right. right? Okay. Um, what do you got? That's actually, I wasn't even thinking about that, but I'm, uh, that's kind of a perfect segue. Um, when we were freshmen yes. in college. We were only freshmen. You made probably the dumbest bet you've ever made in your life. <laughs> yeah. And there was, luckily it was not time... It was. It was within a year. Oh, was? Yeah. Oh, shit. So you said within a year, <laughs> you will have eaten a garden burger or veggie burger. I said that to you. Correct. Yes. Which, still to this day, I don't really understand. Like, it seems like the better bet would have been that I won't eat one. Well. And then, like, I would have to do this thing that I don't like in order to earn oh, that money. Oh, I see. Money, Reverse right? psychology, like, the bet. Sort of. I mean, like, it'd be like saying... I'll bet you you can't eat a garden burger. Well, it'd be like, I bet you $1,000 you won't wear a Giants jersey the next year. That's a really dumb bet, because yeah. I wouldn't want to do that anyway. Right. And the money part on top of it just makes, you know... Yeah. Um, however, today... No. I ate an Impossible Burger. Oh. Have you heard of this? I have. Is that... It's like, you know, it's it's meat, like right? soy protein-based. It is. There's no meat at all. Did you know you were eating? Yes. Yeah. Okay. I intentionally went to a place to get an Impossible Burger. Was it I Am Burger or whatever? No, it was Burger King. Oh, no. <laughs> well, the Impossible Burger is the Impossible Burger, right? Like, the, oh, the patty is the same, I think, wherever you get it. Okay. Um, but still, but your first foray into the... I'd seen commercials, and I'd heard good things about it, and for some reason today, we were out running errands, and I was just like, what the hell? I will, I'm going to try one of these. Um, apparently, we were, I was reading up about it, apparently, one of the like enzymes or whatever they put in this that makes it more meat-like in terms of texture and smell and flavor or whatever... Mm-hmm. It also, like, if you cut into it, which I didn't, I mean, I just ate it. I didn't, like, cut it. It, like, makes it kind of, like, bleed like meat a little bit, which is interesting. Um, so, anyway. The possibility of blood is not the selling point of a hamburger. Yeah. I, and, and, and I don't think it's, like, massively healthier than a regular burger. I think it's more, you know, if you're vegetarian, but you just kind of want a burger. Yeah. Or, um... The sustainability part of it, right? That you're not, you know, the way that raising cattle and things like that is not as good for the environment and stuff, right? Um, What was on it? It was, it was like a Whopper. So it was like lettuce and tomato and onion and ketchup and mustard. Because I think that's key too, like... Right. If it was just the bun and that, it would have been pretty disappointing. Right. Um, And if you gave me a taste test between a regular burger and that, I would, pretty sure I would know the difference... But it was fine. Yeah. It wasn't bad. You think you would know the difference plain? I mean, obviously you know the difference plain. You think you would know the difference with lettuce and tomato and ketchup and whatever on it? I think I'd be less likely to tell the difference, yeah. but I still think I would I get it. You know, in the way that I my, did the, like, smell test between Dr. Pepper and Mr. Pibb all those years ago with the Rampart. Did you feel better? Um, I didn't feel bad after eating it. And I can't tell you the last time I ate a Burger King, and I don't, but I'm pretty sure eating Burger King doesn't usually lead to a positive... 
gut feeling afterwards. I don't, I don't, I don't, so I mean, I don't mean like stomach health. I mean like, no. did you like, when you put your change in the bell ringer at Christmas time, you, you know, oh, I feel good, I'm helping, it's, here's 37 cents. No. Like, did you feel no. like I've done something healthy? Again, I don't think that's necessarily healthy, right? Yeah, it's like okay. environmentally friendly. Um, well, you look amazing. Oh, thank you. <laughs> but I did feel good about, oh, I just remembered something I wanted to remember. Uh, and I'll tell you about it too. Um, uh, something, no, I lost my train of thought. Um, you felt good. You didn't feel good. Yeah, I felt good. You felt I, fine. I felt, yeah, I felt, it's one of those things where it's like, I, I wanted to try this and I'm glad that I tried it. Um, something that I just, that, that just reminded me of was something that I tried when I was in Seattle for Sarah's wedding. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I talked to you about this. We um, talked about the wedding. Did we? I don't... Did, we, did I talk to you about the movie experience that I had? Yes. Okay. Yes. The 4DX? Right. Yeah. So, what made me think of that is I just saw today a sign, a billboard. They're putting one of those in at Natomas, at the Natomas Marketplace Theaters. Ugh. That doesn't ex- entice me to it. go. Yeah, right? exactly. But I, it's one of those <laughs> things, like, with that, even though I didn't know I was doing that going in, I was like, why the fuck is this movie ticket $22? Right. Um... I... Oh, because they're going to make me nauseous. Exactly. <laughs> cool. Um, but I, I'm glad I tried it, so yeah. I know what the experience is like. The Impossible Burger is better, I think, because I would try it again. Okay. Whereas the 40X, ah, I don't foresee that happening. What if we went and saw, like, Eyes Wide Shut or something? Maybe. I definitely wouldn't see it again after uh, going to a dumpling place and, like, sitting and eating for a while. Yeah. Because we had gone to, a, you know, a dumpling place and then... <laughs> the 40 walks, like, a block and a half. And I was like, oh, I'm being shaken violently. This is a great combination of uh, activities. Yeah. That, so, yeah. That does not make sense to me. I, I mean, I get, like, the speakers all around or built into your chair, you know, like, yeah. for just sound. But... Yeah. Well, isn't it like, like the whole California Adventure? Isn't there that ride where you're like moving yeah. around or Star Tours? And I think it's the same concept, as right? That. Just trying to take it to another level, right? But I don't want to be on. I love Star Tours and I love soaring over California, but I don't want to yeah. do them for two hours, right? That's a good point. And maybe some people like it. I mean, enough people must like it. Dumb people. Well, sure. That was my podcast yeah. whisper. <laughs> uh, enough people must like it that they're expanding into other cities. Yeah. Right. I, I like, for the most part, I like the way movie theater, the, the direction that movie theaters are going. The save your seat in advance That thing, part I'm all for. Fucking love yes. it, right? Not having to find seats and save seats for people. But, right. speaking of freshman year of college, it elimin- you can't sneak into a movie anymore. I mean, you could, but then someone's going to be like, oh, you're in my seat. And, right. You, know. you just find the shittiest seat, right? Like, you sneak in and after the movie started and you take the... Front row yeah, on the yeah, side, yeah. and then you'll be okay. Yeah, I'm all for the but saving also, seats. Are you looking to do that, or are you? No, but are I'm, you feeling for the plight of teenage kids? I'm feeling nostalgic uh, for our, our freshman year of college. I like the saving seats. I agree 100 percent on that. What I don't need, I don't need like waitresses coming in. I don't need like yeah. a big tray. I don't need to have. I like the big a plush steak seats. dinner and a, a cocktail while I watch a movie. Like I can sit for two hours. I like the big seats with the cup holders and everything. So I'm not like putting my cup on the ground and worrying that someone's gonna go by and kick, kick it over. Yeah. And... No. I like the the distance that you yes. get with those seats. Yes, but I don't need the like recliner and the lazy boy footrest to pop like up it. or whatever. I like wow. it. I like feeling like old man. Okay, what do you got? I see brackets. Uh, I made a bracket today. I yeah. love brackets. Um, You're too good to me. <laughs> I'll try to be worse. Um, <laughs> I'm glad I woke up to record this podcast. Yes. 
this bracket, and I don't know what I I don't know what it was that made me think of this. It's something I've thought of for a while, and then something inspired me to make this bracket for today. I think maybe it was the Impossible Burger thing. I was like, I want to talk to Jacob about that, but Men's that is genitalia? not. We don't. I don't want to do a twelve minute podcast. Mm. So what else could I talk about? And this is what came. Um, this bracket is the best minor television character. <laughs> I, I really thought it was going to be like best hamburger, like different like no, restaurants. No, that's or nothing to do with the Boston Burgers. <laughs> okay, best minor television character, and this uh, there are some kind of guidelines for this. Okay? okay, so by minor TV character, I mean not someone who's in the credits, like in the opening credits. Right. Um, for example, I would even say and they have to be under eighteen. No. I would even, they have to be someone who minds. Okay, yeah, the, like yeah. John Sutter. Uh, I, I would say, for example, Newman is not, he's too big of a character. Oh, he's, he's too not, recurring. I think so. Really? I think so. Okay. Um, and, and, yeah. Now, on the other hand, so, so a character has to appear in multiple episodes. I would even all go as far as to say that I think a character has to appear in multiple seasons. But is not part of a single arc. So let me there, give you an advantage. Let me give you an example. Okay, I was going to say, yeah. yeah. Um, in 30 Rock, uh-huh. Salma Hayek's character, not a minor character. No. Because she just appears in one arc when they're dating and then she's gone. On the and other she hand, was in a lot of episodes. On the Well, but not enough. I mean, I, not enough. I feel like her she episodes and Newman's she was episodes. In like, are, no. Newman was in probably over half of the episodes of the I show. I think so. I think Maybe. Newman was more. Than he was in a little Newman goes a long way. He was in at least twenty five episodes. I would yeah probably. for sure. But there's uh, no out way of she was two hundred or yeah. something. I don't know. Um, she was probably in ten episodes at the most. This is the only podcast that's ever debating Newman versus Salma Hayek. So in Thirty Rock, Salma Hayek, no, mm-hmm. but Will Arnett's character, okay. yes, yeah, because yeah. he's not just part of a single story arc. He pops back up. It's like a recurring nemesis. Yeah. Do you have anyone from Seinfeld on the thing? Oh, of course. Oh, okay. Then and I was going to ask for, like, give me an example. So I had... Well, I don't have Will Arnett's character. I don't have him on Okay. Here. And it's funny, because he was one of the ones I originally thought of, and then I, I cut him. Um, most of them are from comedies. Okay. But I do have four that are from... Drama? Dramas. Are any from Lost? No. Oh. Who would be from Lost? Um, like John, or not? Who's Monk, the black um, lady that was married to the dentist? The one on the plane? Yeah. Oh, I liked her. Yeah, <laughs> but I feel like she wasn't in much. She was too big of a character at the beginning, at least. Rose. Right? Rose. Yeah, you're right. Rose. Thanks. Rose yeah. and uh, it's not Desmond. Desmond's too big of a character. Even Ly- uh, Benjamin Linus like starts out as a minor character and then becomes a major character, right? What was her husband? She was like looking for him. Yeah, there. Rose and Leland or. Dan or something. No, it is longer, I think. Yeah, it is. Um, okay, so I have 16 characters. I would, last thought on Lost, I, sometimes I would like to do a Lost rewatch, but I don't want to do a complete Lost yeah, rewatch. Yeah, a curated Lost rewatch would be great. Yes, like yeah. pick and choose, or or if I knew it's like, I'm going to watch the first two seasons and then, then just walk away, but I feel like mm, I'll get like too into yeah, it or yeah. something to be able to walk yeah. away. But yeah, if it's like... like that. If it was like one of those marathons where it's just, you know, episode one and five and 17 and 23 yeah. and like just the good ones. Just, what if we just watched the numbers episodes? Oh. Not the ones that have the numbers, but like the episodes like that episode, are Episode, yeah, 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 yeah. I feel like it'd be disappointing. Yeah. But it's clever. Okay. Okay. Um, 
Because you are such a knowledgeable person about celebrities, I'm going to start... I do get entertainment monthly. <laughs> I'm going to start by just saying the actors who play these people to okay. see if you can guess who they are. And I guess... Okay. I think you get most of them. Um, so, in our first bracket, we have... Do you have to dumb these down so that I'll know who the characters are? Like, are there characters... Because, you know, you watch infinitely more shows than... No, you. if I just say the name of the character, you will know all of these characters. No, I know, but do you have to, like... Oh, like, oh, there's such a great character from Lady in the Lake or whatever, one of your shows, but I can't put that because he won't know. There is one character I really wanted to put in (laughs) from BoJack Horseman. I wanted to put Vincent Adultman, who is... I'm this anchor around Vincent Adultman is these three boys in a trench coat. Nice. And BoJack is the only one who realizes it, and everyone else thinks it's actually a guy. (laughs) And one of the characters, this girl, who's cat, meets him at the bar, and she's like, hey, stranger, buy me a drink. And he's like, uh, she's like, what's your name? He's like, Vincent, adult man. Vincent, adult man. I work at the business factory. And like, he, yeah, he just, <laughs> it's what, a, yeah. He's like, drinks sodas. and you know. I'm writing that down. Yeah, Vincent, adult man is great. If more people knew BoJack Horseman, it would be an incredible Halloween costume. You just get this long trench coat. One of his hands is like a, a whisk broom, and the other is like a mannequin hand. It's great. Nice. All right, so first matchup. Okay. John O'Hurley. Uh-huh. Peterman. Peterman. Versus Stephen Guarino. Oh. I didn't think you'd get that one. Steve Holt? Nope. That is Derek from Happy Endings. Oh. Drama! That guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who's, who appears kind of sporadically. Right. He starts out as uh, Penny's, like, gay BFF. Yeah. Um, and then he gets married in one episode. There's the one where uh, Dave gets in the fight at the gym, and at the end, he's like, you were like a straight Patrick Henry. <laughs> <laughs> Patrick Henry. All right. Oh, you got it, Dave. Uh, so that guy, I, he's not on screen a lot, but I think he gets a lot of money's worth. He but does. I know you also have uh, a I soft spot for I enjoy Mr. O'Hurley. In fact, Rachel was just talking to him up at Lake Tahoe. Yeah. What does he bring to Seinfeld? Um, well, here's why I was leaning towards him. Derek, yes, was funny, but Derek was also like one note. It was sure. the exact same. It was just, you know, drama and flamboyant. Is Jay Peterman multiple notes? Jay Peterman would surprise you. Jay Peterman did more, I think, taking George to his dying mother and, that, and you know, his trips to Burma and whatever and okay. all these, like, things. And, and, uh, and there would be surprising things, too. You know? Surpri- I don't know. Like, he's in love with the English patient. Like, randomy things. Okay. I would vote. I would okay. vote for I'm Jay fine with Peterman. that. I'm fine with Jay Peterman. He's a good character. He always made me laugh. He always left me wanting more. Derek? I was like, that Were was there good. Some, okay. That was good, but it's not like, oh, I wish there was more Derek. So maybe uh, Jay, Jay Peterman was more like, he was used more conservatively, so he didn't get oversaturated. Could have been, yeah. Okay. Uh, the next matchup, I think this one you'll know, I think maybe... All of the ones on this first round, you'll know like one, but maybe not the other. Okay. Martin Mull. As Gene Parmesan? Oh. <laughs> yes, Gene Parmesan. Gene! <laughs> Against <laughs> Helen Slayton Hughes. Who's that? Ethel Beavers. No, that's what I was going to guess. <laughs> Ethel Beavers. Ethel Beavers from Park and, Parks so and Rec was Gene, versus Gene Parmesan from Rest of Development. Was Gene Parmesan in more than one episode? Oh, definitely. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, only, I only really remember the one. He wasn't, which one do you remember? 
where he kept in the building up and, and, you know, did someone call for a guard fire or? and everything? Remember, he's also involved when they go down to Mexico, like with ice. Remember the is bounty this, hunter ice? Is this in the original? Yes. Three seasons? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Season two, maybe? Yeah, maybe in season one? Season one or two? Yeah. Gene Parmesan. So Gene Parmesan, who... I mean, I think the thing with pretty much all these minor characters is their one note, right? That's right. the whole idea yeah, yeah, behind yeah. them. Um, and, but who's he against? Ethel Beavers, oh, Ethel who's Beavers. the crusty yeah, old lady yeah. at City Hall who, uh, you know, very right. dry, so, not, so, right. not down with anyone's shit. So her famous, her one note is like reading back the transcript from yeah. a hearing and, yeah. you know, and, and things. Oh, I do like her. One of the things I thought about her the other day <laughs> is, when, or I saw, is um, when ben and, uh, ben and Leslie are getting married, they're trying to do it like on the fly that one night. And, um, April and Andy go to Ethel Beaver's house to like get her to sign the marriage certificate. Mm -hmm. And she's like, got a guy over and she's like, I went on a date. It went well. He's spending the night. (laughs) You're really good at dating. Will you be our grandma? Will you be adopt us or whatever? So this is hard. She's funny, but obviously Jean Parmesan also. I love Jean Parmesan, but I think I love him because of Lucille Bluth's reaction. He's not really that great. That's a good point. Not that great. It's the reactions to him. that It's her that makes him. It's a good point. So we're going to go Beavers. I kind of want to go Beavers. Go Ethel Beavers. <laughs> and the thing is, I really had to limit myself because, as I've said before, I believe on this podcast, Parks and Rec has the largest collection of like great minor characters. Yeah. So I think I limited well, it to. I think a lot of the show. Four. I mean, Happy Endings had a bunch of minor characters. Well, if you include like the parents, is that what you're parents, the creepy guy across like the hall. Yeah. I thought about him, but I was like, like, eh, he would never win. Like, who would he defeat, right? But, like, I I think that's, like, what makes a show good. I mean, that's what I liked about Seinfeld was the consistency of the whole run. You've got Newman and and Peterman and all these people, and they keep showing up, and they, and they keep being part of it, and it's it's a throwaway part that you could just have the other mailman that they also hate or whatever, right. but, you know, they have that totally. consistency. Uh, Jackie Childs. Jackie Childs, you know. Okay, next round, or next matchup. Okay. Uh, Chris Parnell. Dr. Spaceman? Dr. Spaceman, Dr. Leo Spichemin. Uh-huh. Great character, yeah. right? Uh, killed pretty much every scene he was in. Diabetes repair. <laughs> Versus Jay Jackson. Oh, who's that? Purd Hapley. Oh, no, I love <laughs> Purd Hapley. And all of his fans that were called Purdverts. <laughs> <laughs> this is hard. Yeah, these are good characters. These are good. These are, yeah, these are difficult matchups. So Purd because... Hapley, obviously the guy who was like, apparently he was actually a broadcast, like a newsman for <laughs> decades. He's got, and, he got the voice. Yeah, thing, you know. but he's like the dumbest. Yeah. And everything he's in and doesn't understand anything. And then Dr. Spichemin, who... Both of them, I laugh like every time. Totally. That's, that's the thing. If there was some character that was recurring, but it's like, eh, I didn't really buy in. I'm not yeah. into it. You know, that'd be easy. But I like... like, for example, I would say... Um, what is that actress's name? The one who was... Like, the first season of 30 Rock, she was in every episode, but I was always playing someone different. Debbie Downer. What's that? Why can't I... Oh, oh, oh. Rachel Dratch. Rachel yeah. Dratch. Um, her, like, cat wrangler lady. Like, I could do yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. So, Purd versus Dr. Spaceman. I love them both. I'm leaning towards Spaceman. I am. I am, too. Because Purd was... Very one note, and I laughed every yeah. time. But at least Spaceman, I did a couple different things. And, and there are definitely more Doctor Spichemin lines that I remember. Spaceman was also more unpredictable. Yeah, 
Like, Purd, you knew what you were going to get. Like, I'm going to ask you a question. And that question is, like, yeah. he's going to, you know, it's going to be the same thing. But but you knew what it was going to be. Yeah. And, and the, the Like, way, during the debate when he's telling how much time they have and he takes, like, half the time just trying to tell them how much time they left. The way Spaceman would just misinterpret something, it was, like, unexpected. And I think yeah. that was funny. Do you remember, uh, like, how his story arc ends? In, like, the second, I think it's, like, the second to last episode of the no. series. He is taken away because he's named, like, Surgeon General of the United States or something like that. Um, all right, so we're going Dr. Spaceman. All right, last round on the left side. Okay. Patrick Warburton. Putty. David Putty. Yeah. Versus Ben Schwartz. Is that John Ralphio? It is John Ralphio okay. Zapperstein. Yeah. Uh, if I go by who made me laugh more, it would be Putty. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. Do you kind of just hate John Ralphio and, and don't find him endearing? Although I liked his sister. Would you? Do you think Mona Lisa's ever seems better? I don't know. I don't know. It's hard. But definitely not as good as Putty in his eight ball jacket. <laughs> exactly. Putty started out. As the face painter guy, right? Wasn't that his first episode? Was it? I feel like he was... Wasn't he a mechanic? Wasn't he start out as as Jerry's mechanic? I feel like he started out in like a nothing thing. And then suddenly By the way, he's like super crazy and has all these quirky things about him. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he definitely built... So his evolution, that's kind of a cool part of him. Right, exactly. I'm going buddy. I'm cool with buddy. Bonnets, buddy. Oh, no. Uh, All right, to the next side. Okay. A character played by... These are two great Emmy-winning actors, I believe, going up against each other. We have Brian Cranston. As the dentist. Tim Watley. Tim Watley. Yeah. Anti-dentite bastard. Against Henry Winkler. Oh. As the as John Ralphio's dad? No. Oh. As the lawyer in Arrested Barry Development. Barry Zuckercorn. Yeah. Barry, mm. the shitty lawyer yeah. versus the uh, guy who converted to Judaism for the Jews. <laughs> Tim so Watley. Tim Watley was on a lot of episodes, but the converted to Judaism for the jokes was probably the best. Was that also the one with the wedding at the end? Yeah. With Mickey and the twins. Oh, yeah. I mean, that episode as a whole yeah. is pretty flawed. Robert Wagner and Jill yeah. St. John. And, and Deborah Messing being yes. racist at the end. Yes. yes. That's but you so, can't give that to Tim Watley, right? We're just looking at what Tim Watley did. Well, that's what I'm saying. As opposed to just looking at what Barry Tim Watley would show up in other ones and... Well, there was the Super the Bowl one. Maker and right, the, yeah. yeah. Where, uh... Um, but... Right downtown. <laughs> but, but the, but that one is like the standout. And, and... What's, what was his name? Barry Zuckercorn. Barry Zuckercorn. Those are balls. <laughs> it was more consistent. <laughs> so I would go, or like more often, you know, and I would go with him. Barry Zuckercorn? Yeah. Cool. I like it. All right. This is fun. I like making Our last sense. set of uh, comedy. Okay. Last comedy match. Oh, you grouped all the dramas together. I did. Interesting. Uh, this is going to be a tough one. Steve Ryan. I had to look him up. Steve Holt. You're in the right show. Oh. Steve Ryan. Arrested Development. Mm-hmm. Arrested Development. I don't know. Lucille 2. Nope. Lucille <laughs> 2. J. Walter Weatherman. Is that the That's Why You Leave a Note guy? Yes. Is he in more than one? Yes. Because okay. that he, there were like four or five times when mm. he was brought out to teach the kids a lesson. Now, he's probably going to lose because he is very one note. Right. Pun intended. He was good. Um, yeah. And really only had like one line that was just slightly modified each time. He's going against Roger Rees. As... 
Robin Colcord. Robin Colcord. How do you feel about Robin Colcord? Oh, I don't really have much memory of him, but I love Roger Rees from his funny recurring character on West Wing. I wonder if he'll appear on this in that role as well. Really? Yeah. Uh, I, th- I had to put it, once I thought of that, Lord I was John like, Marbury. I gotta do a double Roger Rees move. So, what's your memory of Robin Colcord? So, I've been slowly over like Wasn't the course the one of who years. Was dating I've been, Rebecca, re- I've been rewatching right? Cheers, but I'm still in the Diane years. Did he like he like owned buyer the owned the Melville's upstairs? I thought he owned like the whole building. Did I remember he? Okay. when Cheers got like bought by some corporation, and I think that's how Rebecca came in or something. Mm. And he was like the head. I of figured that. you would know more than me. I, I, I think enjoy the early years. I more. think you're neither of these guys is going to be Barry Zuckercorn, so it doesn't super That's matter. That's true. Um, I'm going to go knowing that that Roger that John Marbury's again, coming. I'm going to go with uh, J. Walter Rutherford. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. All right. Oh, Next matchup. I'm happy that he Roger Reeves. Oh, as who? <laughs> as Lord John Marbury in yeah. The West Wing. I love it. Going up against John Delancey. Uh, oh, as Q? As Q oh, from no. Next Generation. Yes. <sighs> well. That's considered a minor character, right? He only appears in a few episodes. Yeah. I, yeah. He's a, now, the thing. The like, one your thing Will thing is a recurring foil, you know. The one thing that's different is, like, he's a big character in each episode he's in. Whereas most of the other ones, like, they don't play a huge that's role true. in those episodes. You're right, that's true. But I had to, once I thought of him, I had to include him. Yeah. They're both, they, they're both somewhat comedic. I'd say right, Lord right. John Marbury far more overtly right. comedic. I really love Lord John Marbury, but but Q but is, Q an, is an all-time like, great character in my opinion. Yeah, he also appeared with Brian Cranston in uh, Breaking Bad. Who? Q, oh, right. He, he was also the, was in West Wing. He was a senator in like one episode or something. That guy's awesome. Yeah. I like John Lindsay. Uh, oh, that's really hard because I when you said that that. That Roger Reeves is going to be on again. I was like, oh, that's that's, that's definitely going to win. Yeah, no contest, but it is. I would probably vote for Q, but if you want to go I, with Lord, Lord John Marbury, I won't fight you. I think I would vote for Q. Yeah, Q's that's pretty cool. great. Though I will say, like Lord John Marbury, I I couldn't go for more. Yeah. Uh, either of them would have crushed Colcord or Weatherman, right? Oh yeah, sure. All right. Uh, most of the people I've picked so far have been male. So in our last matchup, we have two females. Oh, how woke of you! Thank you. Uh, I don't know that you'll know well, either. Well, Ethel Beefers. Yeah, that was one. Okay. And she won. She so won. good for her. Uh, the next one, remember, these are both from... Drama. Non... Yeah, they're non comedy yeah. comedies. Bella Ramsey. I have no idea. She played Liana Mormont oh, in the little Game girl. of Thrones. Okay. Who kind of killed it in every yeah. every episode she was Foul in. Foulmouth little girl. Versus Leanne Hunley. I'll be super impressed if you get this. Oh, uh, I know. Oh, Do you I know, know it? Yeah, I know. She's, she's Miss <laughs> she's Jacobs? A, she is Miss Jacobs from the first two seasons of Dawson's Creek. First two seasons? Yes, I looked oh, it up. Okay. Because I was like, I was, I was trying to see if there was anyone from Dawson's Creek that I could pick. And then I saw she's on multiple Grams? seasons. Grams? You know who I... Oh, that, well, that's not bad. You know, uh, but she would always lose because we hated her. <laughs> yeah. Um, do you know who... I had forgotten who Pacey's mom was. Uh, no. Jane Lynch. Oh, no. Yeah. Really? Wild? Wow. Yeah. I had, that, I blocked that from memory. Or I guess didn't know who she was. was Yeah, but was she not like 
Jane Lynch? Was she being There's like no way a she was like outlandish Jane Lynch. Was she right? in a tracksuit? <laughs> I don't think so. I think she would have been pretty low key, probably, right? So was she, uh, I mean, you don't know, but was she like trying to be an actress? Like legit probably. and not just, I'm a ball busting. I mean, why else does one go on the WB's in Dawson's Creek if you're not to die trying to be? Well, uh, there is an Academy Award winning actress that was on that show. Grams? No. Michelle Williams? It's also not, yes. Yeah. Not Nina Rapita. Not about Nina Rapita. <laughs> Nina, was that the sister? That was the sister. Joey's yeah. sister? Yeah. Uh, so, Leanna Mormont <laughs> versus Miss Jacobs. Well, Miss Jacobs... So, what was the... Oh, the way Gene Parmesan in and of himself wasn't great, but Lucille's reaction was great. 100% agree. Miss Jacobs wasn't great, but Pacey's... She was a playground for Pacey to show his acting I'm the best sex you'll ever have line, and, like, she was... So, that was more about... She made Pacey better, so I'm gonna go... Whereas Leanna Leanna Mormont... on her own. Leanna Mormont shows up... Leanna doesn't make anyone else look good. The last 25% of that whole show, and she just, like, kicks ass the entire And... So she's a Mormont. So she's related to Jorah uh-huh. and the other guy? Because, we get nerdy here for a second. What? If you remember, Jorah Mormont used to be married. Okay. And the woman he married was, like, all about lavish luxury. And so to keep up with that, he dabbled in the slave trade, which was illegal. And, and when that's he was why caught, vanished. he was exiled. And so he had to leave Bear Island. Which is where the Mormons had their rule. And so eventually Liana was the one That's right. Yeah. And that's my Jorah Mormon. Yeah. Right? And remember his his dad was Lord Commander the Mormont. Night's Watch the Night's guy. Watch. Yeah. yeah. And he gave Jon Snow his sword he or did. But then didn't Jon Snow give it to Jorah? Or he uh, tried to and Jorah yeah. was like, nah, you Yeah, can't. he was like, I'm a chump. Yeah. I like okay. Jorah. Alright, so now that we've gone yeah. through round one, this should go a little faster with our next okay. matchups. No one's listening anymore. Totally. <laughs> in round two, we have Jay Peterman versus Ethel Beavers. Oh, I would, I would say Peterman because it goes back to my when I originally said Peterman. Like he was one note, and then he's just stuffy and you know a ten minute song about a hat. But he, uh, I don't know. It felt what's like- Peterman's best moment? <sighs> it's hard. Because I can just think of, like, it's it's line delivery. It's not like, oh, the one where he was skydiving. You know, right. it's like the way, you know, he would react to things. When Morty Seinfeld was working there and then he hated him and he fired him or something. Or, or you know, being so aghast that Elaine doesn't enjoy the English patient and, and Well, things. to be fair, sack lunch was another option. <laughs> Is it a giant sack? Do they shrink down? Alright, we'll put Peterman going forward. Although I love Beavers. Next, Dr. Spaceman versus Putty. Oh. So my shoot from the hip is Spaceman. Mine is too. Okay. That must mean it's right. We also don't want to have an all Seinfeld. Right. Alright, next. Barry Zucker, an Arrested Development bracket. Barry Zuckercorn versus J. Walter Weatherman. Oh, so Zuckercorn right in there. Definitely. I love this matchup. (laughs) Okay. Do you know what it is? It must be. Q and versus Liana Mormont. <laughs> Liana Mormont. Oh. Like, how amazing would it be to see these two characters on the screen at the same time? How in two totally from two totally different worlds, right? Do you think John Delancey could have been on Game of Thrones as you know mm. the Lord So and So of the whatevers? And I don't something? think so. No, I think he's too modern looking. Mm. Well, 
I know, I know it's There's weird. wigs. It's weird. <laughs> um, Too modern looking. I mean, do you think Henry Winkler would have been on uh, <laughs> Game, Game of Thrones? Thrones? Yeah, it'd be great. Hey! What role would he have played? Would, would John Glancy have been a Dothraki or something? Like, oh, I don't know. No, he'd be some like stuffy lord or whatever. Maybe, maybe he could have been like part of the Iron Bank of Bravos, right? The dude who comes with a big tall hat yeah. who's like, you owe us money. Remember when there was the Star Trek when he took everyone and put them in like Robin Hood? And he was the sheriff of Nottingham or whatever? Right. He could do... Yeah. I, I, I didn't tell you, but I'm also John Delancey's agent, so <laughs> he can do medieval. He can do, he can do, you know. Um, so it's Q against... Q against Liana Mormont. I vote Q. Liana Mormont is funny, and it's like, oh, a potty mouth little girl, yeah. but eh, yeah. I, I still, I mean, I didn't anticipate this. I wasn't thinking that far ahead. But I, I think maybe more than any other combination... The two of these characters coming together and having some kind of interaction, and Q being, you know, his like saucy kind of self, and right. Ayanna Mormont having none of his shit, right, would be very. But he could just snap his fingers, right, and make her. She'll disappear in a flash yeah. of light. Um. All right, final four. Okay. Jay Peterman. Yeah. It's the battle of the men. Jay Peterman versus Doctor Spaceman. Hmm. Man versus man. Man versus man. Two men enter. One man. <laughs> J. Peterman versus Dr. Spaceman. Yeah. What are your thoughts? I, I feel like Dr. Spaceman is who I would go with. Really? Yeah. Wow. I mean, Peterman has, has taken out some heavy hitters with Derek and Ethel Beavers. True. Um, but Dr. Spaceman, like, I, I think there was a greater depth of him... Um, I think it wasn't, I think so much of Peterman was just his delivery of lines. His it's voice. 100%. And that, and, and I don't think you can pin down Spaceman to just one thing. I think he starts off being this funny, mysterious figure because like, you know, uh, Tracy's like, Dr. Spaceman, Dr. Spaceman. And they're like, he's crazy. And then you see, it's right. actually Leo Spichem and everything. And, um, there's like him, his, uh, he also plays his, Chris Parnell also plays like his, his ancestor or whatever, right? Who's doing like a commercial for, you know, pregnant women smoking cigarettes and, and Nazi. <laughs> so there's a legacy. Like that. Yeah. Space I think, Man. I just think there's a greater depth. With yeah, space I'll go with space Man. That cool. convinces me. I agree. There was more unpredictability. Yeah. And Peterman, it was exactly, it was going to be a, a excellent line delivery and it would make you laugh, but it was, it was just going to be the same thing. Sometimes Dr. Spaceman was so unpredictable. I was like, Whatever happened to predictability? I don't know. Sorry. I feel like there were some where he devolved in a little absurd. Like okay. that unpredictability kind of went a little too far. But I, I'm, I'm, I think I'm let me, let me comfortable voting way. for him. If we watched a YouTube clip, best of J. Peterman and best of Leo Spichemin, yeah, which would we laugh at more? I'm betting it's Doctor Space. Well, and there'd be like more diversity in that, and the best of Peterman would be him sitting behind his desk. Telling Elaine she's fired. Right. Yeah. Also, the also being able to f- like fluidly go back but back and forth between Spaceman and Spachemin is like another <laughs> layer of this character that I really enjoy. Yeah. Um, all right. On the other side, I like that we're not going to have two people from the same show either. That's good. Barry Zuckercorn uh-huh. versus Q. Oh no! <laughs> another funny matchup of characters, but not yeah. as funny as Q and Leona Mormont. Um, <laughs> all right. But that would be pretty entertaining also to see them. So it's Q in his 
kind of I'm better than you, all knowing. But also whatever. like toying with right. you and yeah. versus Barry Zuckercorn's incompetence and, and hornballish and <laughs> yeah and pseudo quasi gay yeah right. <sighs> Full disclosure: I did watch an episode of Star Trek like two days ago, and it was a Q episode. Oh, <laughs> so you know better. I mean, it's been a while since I've seen a Q episode, but it's been a while since I've seen a Arrested Development yeah. with uh, Henry Winkler. So Q versus that guy's Barry had an Zuckerberg. amazing career. Henry Winkler from Fonzie yeah. right. to this, and now he's in that show Barry, and he's really great, and he's winning awards for that. Like, well, and he was on also him. on Parks and Rec. Right was, when you first yeah, just said yeah. the actor, I didn't True. know which was, you know, yeah. He also uh, was in at least one episode of BoJack Horseman that I mentioned. So, Happy Days, I never watched, but it was in like the 70s, right? Mm-hmm. And then, did he just disappear for 15 maybe. years, and then it just reappeared as this like, it minor took a, character, it, you know? Maybe it was like Travolta, right? It took him a couple of decades to get away from, get away from yeah. that character. Right. You know, we're going to see... Uh, Daniel Radcliffe and Jaleel White having a... <laughs> I think Jaleel White's window <laughs> is closed. Uh, I actually Googled, that's a good point with Daniel I actually Googled Radcliffe. best minor TV characters and Jaleel White came out and I'm like, it's not a minor character. He's in the credits. In the credits. Like that, Kimmy yeah. Gibbler was in the credits. Yeah, she was. Which I know from watching the mustache. Did you see the mustache thing? The Nick Offerman oh, yes. Full House thing? Yes, that's great. Yeah, it was great. Did you see, total sidebar, uh, did you see that video of um, Bill Hader being interviewed on a talk show, and he was talking about Tom Cruise and Seth Rogen, and there was like this face swap where when he talks about them, there's like this seamless transition of his face, so he looks like Tom no. Cruise. Super creepy. I want to see Like, that. the fact that the technology can do this now... It's well, kind of a scary thing. That's the same thing with with the Nick Offerman and Full House thing. Like, it was that's odd. Like in this, you'll just have to see. Okay, you'll just have to see. It's not. But I mean, in that, it wasn't like it wasn't like a Photoshop thing that like Robert would do, where you put someone's head on, you know, and the, and the head's yeah. kind of like a fake thing, like tilting yeah. back and forth. Like it was, you know, yeah, it was impressive. I'm stalling though. So yeah, my right. gut reaction is to vote Q, but I can okay. be swayed if you want to make an argument for Barry Zucker. I think Doctor Spaceman and Barry Zucker Corner are kind of similar in their yes, you know, quirky and quirkiness. Whatever, yeah. um, whereas Doctor Spaceman and Q as a final this showdown is not what I expected <laughs> for the final showdown in this. I mean, those Doctor Spaceman versus Q. This is what I like about brackets like this is. There are all these shows that we love and uh-huh. characters that we love, but putting them on the same pl- in the same space together just generates you know thoughts and ideas that wouldn't otherwise have been you know like thinking about how these two characters would react. You know, it's like in for comic book people who are like, oh, what if Spider Man fought right. Batman or whatever, yeah. you know, that kind of thing. Spider Man, I mean Spider Man, Space Man, Doctor Space Man versus the Man from Space. Whoa, yeah. I should write for the New York Times. <laughs> uh, this this is hard. Yeah. Because like I said, I did recently watch a, a Star Trek episode with Q. But I might vote Dr. Spaceman because if if I was to leave this room and say, okay, and like let's say Rachel's never heard of either, uh, 
what would I like rather show her or what would I think she would be more inclined to react to? I would say Dr. Spaceman. I'd say that's more universal or more approachable and like Q is great, but you know, some people won't be able to get past the Star Trek thing or, you know, and, and, and and Q is not, Q might make you laugh, but he's not there to make you laugh. Mm. It's just that he's not as, it was one of the things about next generation is the insertion of humor at times to keep it from being just too sci-fi. Right. Right. Um, yeah, I, I agree. I'm totally on board with Dr. Spachemin being our winner. I think um, I think that I, I wonder how many episodes he was actually in. Dr. Spachemin? Yeah. We'll have to look it up later. Yeah. Um, as well as like maybe it's Newman versus Solomon. Maybe it's 20. It could be. You know, because he's, 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 he's not in for a large amount, right? Q probably has more overall screen time being in fewer episodes. Right, because he's the um, main focus. Right. You know. But... Uh, I'll take the under on 20 episodes for some Okay. Time. Sounds good. For our winner of best minor TV character, Dr. Leo Spachanin. Congrats, Doc. All right. And that's a podcast. That's a podcast. There's a star waiting in the sky. He'd like to come and meet us, but he thinks.